Good morning. Today is Sunday, December 13th, 2020. This past Thursday, the Jewish people lost one of our greats. Rabbi Gedalia Dove Schwartz passed away. Rabbi Schwartz was born in 1925. He attended Yeshiva University and received smicha from Yeshiva University. He served as the rabbi of a number of synagogues, including Young Israel Abura Park, at a time when Young Israel Abura Park was a showcase, showcase synagogue in the Northeast. And then he moved to Chicago, where he was the head of the Chicago Rabbinical Council. He was the chief rabbi, the Abbesdin, of the Chicago Rabbinical Council for the last 33 years. Also, overlapping much of that time, he was the Avbezdin, the top halachic authority for the Betin of America and the RCA, the Rabbinical Council of America. The CRC in Chicago is unique among community organizations but in that it has broad recognition and following throughout the entire Orthodox world. In so many places, a community organization of this type that does kashra supervision, that has a bet-din, that does conversions, limits itself to one portion or other of the Orthodox community. And the CRC is a model for what a community bet-din can be and should be. And it did this, it does this, by leading from the center, leading from normative Orthodox halacha, and it was able to maintain consensus with Jews across the Orthodox spectrum, largely through the power of Rabbi Schwartz's authority and the force of his personality. As I said, he was a leading posek, a halachic authority for the RCA, among many, many accomplishments. He was the Av Bezdin, the head of the Jewish court responsible for the overwhelming task in the aftermath of 9-11 when there were several dozen Orthodox Jewish women whose husbands had presumed to have been killed in the World Trade Center, but whose bodies were not found. And according to Jewish law, they are in a category of aguna. They know that they were married, but unless there is proof positive that their husband had died, they are chained and they are not able to get on with their lives and to eventually remarry. And Rav Schwartz was the head of the Bezdin that reviewed every one of those cases. And of course, that entails looking for whatever evidence there is, making sure that it does actually fulfill the letter of the law. And Rav Schwartz was able to find a proper legal resolution for every one of those people so that they were able to remarry and get on with their lives. 
Not a single aguna was left in the aftermath of 9-11. That is a startling and remarkable achievement that took great knowledge, the willingness to take great responsibility on oneself, and a human connection to understanding how important, how crucial this goal was. His greatness was a combination of dazzling expertise in every area of Jewish law, combined with a superbly refined character and a unique ability to relate to every single human being. So here are two stories that are told by one of my colleagues, and they involve Rabbi Schwartz's activities sitting as a member of a Bezdin for a get. He would very often in Chicago oversee a get, a Jewish divorce. A Jewish divorce is usually a straightforward ceremony. But this case happened. The couple was a senior couple, an older couple that was coming into divorce. And the first thing that was remarkable is that when the couple walked into the room, Rav Schwartz stood up for them. Just remarkable that a chief rabbi, the head of the Bezdin, would stand up out of respect for another simple Jewish couple because of the age and their experience, and he stood up out of respect. That is so like Rav Schwartz. But then the story itself was quite unusual because it was clear that as this couple reached their later years, it's clear that they were still very much in love with each other. But their children had grown, their grandchildren were growing, and they simply found they wanted to divorce so that each could pursue different approaches to life. Their children understood their children gave their blessing to this. It was a very unusual type of divorce scenario. Rev Schwartz heard the story. He did not judge them because it was clear that they had decided they were going to divorce. And the ceremony of the get, the Jewish divorce, proceeded. Before the couple left, when it was over, before the couple left, Rav Schwartz addressed the following words to them. It's not, I attend a lot of get ceremonies as I accompany others who are going through this. It's not often that there are um, words of a um, supportive nature that accompany this ceremony. It's kind of cut and dry. But at the end of this ceremony, Rav Schwartz said to this couple, it is clear to me that you are still in love with each other. My prayer for you is that even as you go your separate ways, you retain that love for each other. If only all couples could stay together and display their love 
as you display yours. The couple was deeply moved by those words and they left. There were several other of the rabbis that were still in the room and the rabbi who was telling me this story was a younger rabbi who was part of the Betin that day. As they were leaving, Rabbi Schwartz said, hold on just a moment. When they were alone, he said to this younger rabbi, when you get home, I want you to do the same thing that that couple did. The the rabbi didn't quite understand what he was saying. What do you mean? And Rav Schwartz said to him, just find some time for you and your wife to hold hands. It's a remarkable, a remarkable story of a remarkable man who was always thinking about how he could help every single person that he met. There was a practice that was well known in Chicago. Rabbi Schwartz in Chicago was not the rabbi of any synagogue. He was the head of the Betin, like the chief rabbi. But he would daven at a certain shul in Chicago called Adas Yeshurun. That's where he would daven. And for many years at this shul, there was a rabbi, a well-known rabbi, younger rabbi, Rabbi Zev Cohen, well-respected. And Rabbi Schwartz was given a seat of honor in the front of the shul next to Rabbi Cohen. It was the custom in this shul that after the davening, everyone would walk up and shake hands with First, Rabbi Schwartz, and then Rabbi Cohen. Wish them good Shabbos. Wish them a happy day. That was the custom in this shul. Once it happened that a man came through the line, he shook hands with Rabbi Schwartz. Of course, Rabbi Schwartz is the great halakhic authority of our generation. Rabbi Cohen, of course, is the synagogue rabbi, a very nice person, learned person, but, you know, not on the same level. So this man shook hands with Rabbi Schwartz and he started to ask a halakhic question. And Rav Schwartz interrupted him. And he said, in this synagogue, Rabbi Cohen is the rabbi. I am not the rabbi. If you have a, if you have a question, ask your question of Rabbi Cohen. A few minutes later, this man was outside the synagogue and he again approached Rabbi Schwartz. Now we're outside Rabbi Schwartz and he started to ask his question. And Rabbi Schwartz said, as long as we are on the property of the synagogue, this is the responsibility of Rabbi Cohen and I will not answer any halakhic questions. If we're off the property of the synagogue, then I'm happy to answer your question. But that idea, not just as, a, as something generic, but that he actually put into practice his humility and the way he put others before himself and the way he showed honor to others far beneath him, that's an amazing part of his personality. 
Rav Schwartz used his authority and prestige to widen support for the RCA halachic prenup, the document that a couple can sign before marriage or a post-nup version they can sign after marriage that will prevent, God forbid, the situation of aguna, where one person refuses to participate in a get, in a divorce ceremony, and holds the other hostage, which is a terrible, terrible thing, and a terrible, terrible problem, and a problem that has been solved by the RCA halachic prenup. Rav Schwartz was instrumental in widening the reach of the communities of Jews who began to use this document because of his authority, because of his personality. Countless women have been saved from the horror of becoming an aguna due to his effort and the effort of many, many others. When I started working on a halachic prenup for Canada, which was to be, which now is, a version of the RCA document, but that accords with Canadian law. I worked on this for several years, and I spoke to Rev Schwartz frequently, and he reviewed every word of the document that I was working on, and it was only after I had his final approval and full blessing that I started to publicize my work. And that document is now used by dozens and dozens of rabbis across Canada. Hundreds of couples have been able to benefit from it. And again, that comes from Rav Schwartz's overseeing and approval of the work that I did. And that moment was a highlight of my career knowing that I had accomplished something important that had met with the approval and blessing of Rav Gedalia Schwartz, that was a unique moment in my life. Rav Schwartz was also unusual in being a first-rate halachic authority with real-world experience as a rabbi. As a boy, Rav Schwartz attended public school and he had an unlimited ability and delighted in connecting with every single human being. He is the person I called, and I called him frequently, when I had a particularly difficult question and I knew that there was no easy answer and I also understood that the solution would require sensitivity and understanding and integrity. When those questions came up, I called Rav Schwartz. I remember one time it was a very difficult case of conversion that I had. Of course, I will not share the details. I won't share the details, but I wish that I could because by sharing the details, I could be able to convey to you so clearly the greatness of this man. But I will not share the details. You'll have to just rely on the way I describe it.
basically, there was a person in our conversion program and there was a very serious obstacle to continuing the process of conversion for this person. It was, it was a deal breaker. And yet at the same time, I could see that there was somewhere inside there, there was a spark of commitment that I just couldn't let hold of. I, I just couldn't lose hold of. I just couldn't, I just couldn't ignore this spark of desire and sincerity inside this person. And also, even if a solution would be found for this person, it would leave us, our betin, it would leave us open to criticism because people would not understand how we had proceeded in this case. The obvious answer, for many reasons, the answer that almost any other expert would have given, let it go. We have to pass. We have to tell this person we're sorry. Due to your circumstances, we're not able to proceed with conversion for you. So I flew to New York in order to meet with Rev Schwartz in person. I presented to him every aspect of this case, all of its complications, and he very calmly took me through it step by step, guarding halacha, Jewish law, in every detail with awareness of the humanity that this particular case called for. And without sacrificing either, he was able to help find a way. A way that would require a lot of effort, but a way to make it work. His impact on conversion is gigantic. He is largely responsible for setting the standards of the RCA conversion program, which is accepted around the world because of the standards that he set and because it was he who set them. A couple of years after I arrived in Montreal, we arrived in Montreal in about the year 2004, we realized that the current system for Orthodox conversion here in Montreal was not working. And I was part of a group of rabbis who started to work on fixing it. And at that time, there were several options in how to proceed it could have worked out in several different manners. But we had one prerequisite. We insisted among ourselves that we would only set up a system that would follow the standards and the decisions of Rabbi Gedalia Schwartz. There was no other Torah leader, no other so-called halakhic authority that would be acceptable to us because he was the only one who had both the authority 
and the understanding of our communities and the understanding of people to set policy for us for what we wanted our conversion program to be. Everyone who has benefited and will benefit from our conversion program, everyone who has benefited and will benefit from any of the 15 RCA conversion programs all over the world, owes a lifelong debt of gratitude to Rabbi Gedalia Dove Schwartz, even if you do not know his name. Because without him, the service you were offered would not exist. You may not have heard his name, Rav Gedalia Dove Schwartz of Chicago, but a large part of my work and there are hundreds and hundreds of rabbis all over the world who will say exactly the same thing. A large part of my work is either based directly on what Rav Schwartz taught us or is trying to live up to what he would do. And I and countless others around the world will try to continue doing that, living up to what Rav Schwartz taught us for the rest of my career. Rav Gedalia Dov Schwartz, may his memory be a blessing and may he be the role model for an authentic and genuine Torah leader in our day. I wish you all a great day. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.